This week, we saw Trump go back on his word and speak at an RNC fundraiser and a new candidate entering the race for California's governor. You're listening to Politics Schmaltics, and this is the week of 4 4 2021. Hello everyone, I hope you've been having a nice week. I want to apologize about what happened with last week's music in the episode. I'm not actually 100% sure what happened, but I hope, I think I figured out a way to fix it for this week. Anyways, let us begin. So, the GOP, they are in an extremely difficult situation, and it's a war against Trump. We've previously talked about the many times when Trump took public appearances for he took the opportunity to spread his lies. He's done this in many events he's attended. We all know the famous rally of January 6th, the CPAC convention in February, and now a spring fundraiser for the RNC. And this is the RNC, which he told not to use his public image for fundraising purposes a few weeks back. Now, the GOP, they've had many post-election gatherings slash fundraisers of sorts, but this, it's really the main one where they gather, taking the results of the last election and plan for the future. Now, many 2024 presidential hopefuls for the GOP, they attend, not nearly as many as we had in CPAC, but still a lot. And really the main part of this event was at the ends of the three days when everybody took a shuttle for a 10-minute ride over to Mar-a-Lago, Trump's club for paying members. Now, that wasn't the plan originally a couple of months back, but it was changed. And It wasn't in the plan for Trump to change his script, but he just did it on the scene. Now, he he said that the script that he had before was pretty boring, which is an insult for the people who wrote it for him. But as usual, he started rambling on how the election was rigged, how Mike Pence, who was so loyal to him for his entire term, didn't do enough to overturn the result of the elections, how Brian Kemp didn't do enough to overturn the results of the elections, him too. And yes, this is the Brian Kemp who last week, he signed a bill into action and that restricted many people of color. We talked about that. And now it's also barred many Democrats, rightful voters from voting. He, he was heavily insulting Mitch McConnell, who after his, after Trump's term, he and Mitch McConnell really haven't been getting along with. And Mitch McConnell's wife, Elaine Chow, who we talked about, she resigned early. Now, after <laughs> all of them, he went after Dr. Fauci and said that he was full of poop and that he lied a whole lot. And then he went ahead and took credit for the vaccines, which he didn't even encourage people to take. He took a vaccine and instead of getting it recorded to like post to the internet and to instill faith into his supporters, he kept it a secret. It was revealed two months after he got the vaccine when the general public got to know about this. Honestly, he does the weirdest things. You know, he could have his own reality TV show and there could be an episode for every single day. They wouldn't even have to release one every week. They wouldn't even have to fake make something happen. So, yeah, that's just how many weird things he does. And he's out of office. That makes it even weirder. 
Anyways, many Republicans, they're against what he said in the speech because it's not exactly unifying. It's not good for a party that just lost an election. He's expanding the cracks in the GOP, and on top of it, he actually got paid to host that night in Mar-a-Lago, which I'm pretty sure is the only reason he decided to speak. Now, this next topic is more serious than other topics that we usually talk about, but I really felt like I had to talk about this. And you can feel free if you want to. You can skip over to the um, next topic. All you have to do is go to the chapter markers of this episode and click to the next topic. But either way, we are talking about Biden's new gun control bills. Now, gun violence has really been a big problem in the United States. Many people who are legally able to own a gun, they abuse that power and they do some extremely horrible things with the power that they have. Now, me as a person, I'm extremely against all types of guns. I'm against Nerf guns, never been able to play a gun game in my life, and I'm happy for that. So, because guns, they've only been made for one reason, and that is harming others, and that's not really a great way to live your life. Anyways, Biden, he has introduced these new laws that he wants to get passed through Congress. And one of them is letting courts bar a person from owning a firearm if a family member or a friend thinks that it poses a threat to anyone. It's banning large ammunition rounds, banning all assault weapons, and making the Department of Justice study firearms trafficking. Now, of course, there's an argument, as usual, and that is why the argument, basically, that the GOP are giving and gun owners is why should law-abiding citizens suffer for the acts of criminal? But really, none of these rules should affect a law-abiding citizen who is just hunting or using their firearm for sport. It shouldn't affect them that much. It's a pretty weak argument. Next, this Pretty much, it actually has zero chances of actually getting through Congress because not many people in Congress who are Democrats, they're not willing to risk their firearm-owning majority state. They don't want that state. They don't want to lose their support that they get. And in the Senate, 60 people are needed to pass the bill, and Republicans are extremely anti-gun control. So that makes it impossible. I'm just going to say impossible. It really won't pass. Either ways, I just wanted to touch upon the importance of gun control. And then hopefully those of you who listen to this segment, I hope you learn something from it. So that was pretty much it for this week, but I still do have one weekly wrap-up, and that is Caitlyn Jenner. She's highly considering a run for California's governor in the next election, and that's the next election that's happening this year because of the successful recall effort. Now, I'm not really, I wasn't really sure who Caitlyn Jenner was, but I looked her up and I found out that she was an LGBTQ rights activist and a celebrity. Now, she has this entire advisory committee made up of a lot of former Trump campaign managers, like, like 
like Brad Parscale, and she is running as a Republican, just like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm sorry if I mispronounced his name. Just like he did, and this is a pretty great example of how celebrities influence the elections all around the country, whether it's endorsements or them running by themselves. Now, I don't really want her to win. I want Usman to stay in office, and I think he will stay in office after he said that he's going to open California up by June. So I'm not really too worried about her coming into the race, although she will definitely garner lots of support. Anyways, that was it for this week. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to spread the word and rate us on Apple Podcasts. Also, if you want to be updated every time a new episode is released, all you have to do is subscribe to our mailing, mailing list. All you need to do is send an email to politicsmontics2020 at gmail.com with an email containing what email you want to use for the mailing list, and I'll add you. That's actually really complicated, but I hope you understand that. Anyways, those of you who are going to start fasting Tuesday, including me, I wish you the best of luck. And you are listening to Politics Schmaltics Week of 4 for 2021.